negative things are going to happen in your life. They are inevitable. But no matter who caused them, they are always going to be your responsibility. And that could be a good thing because that gives you control on what happens next. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Two Cents Over Coffee. I'm your host, Sharvin Lurido, and let's get this podcast started. As always, before we start, feel free to grab yourself a cup of coffee or any drink of your choice while listening in so that you can enjoy the full experience of our episode today. Thank you to our listeners from the previous episodes for coming back and for our new listeners on this podcast, welcome. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about blame and responsibility. So as humans, I've noticed that we are prone to pointing fingers. We tend to find out who to blame for, for the things that are happening in our lives, especially the negative ones, especially the negative circumstances that we are in. And chances are, if it's not us who caused that in our lives, we tend to not take responsibility. But the reality is, no matter who caused that negative thing in your life, no matter who put you in that negative situation or circumstance, whether your family, your friends, yourself, your partner, a stranger, anyone, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the responsibility of making something out of that situation, the responsibility of turning things around always lie on your shoulders. Let me give you an example. So there are a lot of negative things that have happened in my life. And I believe majority of you have uh, that kind of experience as well, wherein there are bad situation after bad situation happening in our lives. As I mentioned in the previous episodes here, I was not born rich. And I always thought it's not fair Because I did not choose to be born in a poor country, in a poor family, in a less privileged situation. So growing up, I had less privilege. So I had to work twice as hard and I had to be twice as creative if I want to achieve something. Because aside from the passion and the dream that that a person has to have, If you're less privileged, you also have to find the resources which are harder to find that would help you to materialize those dreams. So, for example, when I was in high school, we did not have um, internet connection at home. I did not even have a computer. So it was really hard for me to, to do my assignments if I have to do some research online and I had to print out things and stuff. So I had to, because my classes back then were um, starting at 7 a.m. and I finished at, I think, 4 or 5. I don't remember really, but it was full on. And then I'd be going home. I'd be home maybe around 6 o'clock at night and then I have to go to the computer shop to do my research so I do everything that I need to do online in the internet shop so renting a desktop there to do my research and do my assignments and do some printouts then I have to go home to do all those other assignments that don't require internet connection 
So <clears throat> it was really hard because my classmates then, I was thinking, oh, th th they have all these um, things that they need at home. They don't have to, to travel as far. They don't have to commute. They don't have to, they don't have to rent a desktop at the internet shop to do their assignments. Same thing when you have projects, for example, or if you have field trips and excursions at school. If you're not as privileged, it's a matter of choosing between going there or staying home because you don't have the money to pay for those projects and excursions and field trips. Whereas it's not an issue for other people because they have the capability to do that. Of course, I was young then and I didn't know any better on how to handle that kind of situation. So I was mostly just sulking and, you know, blaming my parents, blaming God, blaming my family that, oh, why are we poor? Why are we like this? And so I had to work twice as hard. What I was doing is that I <clears throat> save up the, the money that they're giving me for my allowance. And um, at some point, I was even selling, I remember, like gummy, gu gummy bears and sour tapes and candies and lollies to my classmates just to save up for, you know, school projects or if you have um, field trips and the like. Because it's already a fact. I'm poor so I can either suck and stay poor or I can work and try to make things happen in the small ways that I can and I know because these are the cards that I've been dealt with and they are in my hands it's my responsibility to try and win in this game called life now, it, it's not to say that you're going to do things alone the whole time because there are a lot of generous, kind-hearted people who are going to help you in that journey. I am lucky enough, I am blessed enough to have um, relatives who are very generous and supportive in helping us out and our other relatives who are less privileged as well. And I do appreciate that. I am very grateful. <clears throat> but you know what? What I realize is that even if you have that help, sometimes people still end up not accomplishing anything or not doing anything with the help that they're given because their priorities are not set straight. So you can have all the resources that you, you need. You can have all the resources that you want. But if you don't have the heart to change and make a change in your life, nothing's going to happen. It still falls within yourself on what great things may come about in whatever situation you are in. I'll share with you another story. So back in college, when I was in uh, UP Pampanga, there was this new organization that was built uh, or set up in our campus. So there are different um, campuses for University of the Philippines. So in Pampanga, this organization or um, club was not there yet. So it was set up when I was, I think, in the second semester of my first year. It's called ISEC. So what they do is they 
this just I don't, I don't know what they do really but they send out uh, students for exchange programs and things and so those exchange programs are paid for by the students or technically their parents and <clears throat> I wanted to do it I wanted to I wanted to go on an exchange program abroad in a different university overseas but obviously as I mentioned I was not I don't have the resources to do so. So I tried looking for um, sponsors, government sponsors that can help me realize that dream. Luckily, I happened to have an uncle here in Australia. And so I asked him, I asked him, Tito, do you know if there are any exchange programs that I can apply for, any scholarships that I can apply for so that I can maybe uh, study overseas maybe in Australia for a semester. And then he was, he said, no, he said, I don't know of any, but why don't you try to apply for a university near my place? You, you take an English test, you take IELTS, and then you seek help from an agent, an education agent and see where it goes. And so I did. I, <clears throat> I, I started sorting out my documents because I didn't even have a passport then, so I did that. I s collected all the documents needed. I reviewed for an IELTS test. So for those of you who don't know, it's an English test that you take whenever you move overseas for education or if you're migrating to work. Uh, anyway, I have completed everything and... I got admitted to Flinders University, a university here in South Australia. And then my uncle was like, yeah, go for it. You enroll. I'll pay for it. And you go to Australia. <laughs> and so <clears throat> things were so surreal because I was just looking for an, uh, an exchange program that I can apply for short term. And here I am now with my uncle offering to pay for my university fees for me to study overseas in Australia to finish my degree. Long story short, I finished my bachelor's in business management here in Australia, thanks to my uncle. Now going back to our point of <clears throat> taking responsibility versus blame. I could have uh, stayed home, wallowed in myself, and you know like um, enforced my anger towards the universe for dealing me such shitty cards at life and nothing will ever change I'm just gonna be right where I was and I'd still be stuck in the vicious cycle of poverty and not to say that I'm rich now but uh, it's a lot less stressful but I do have more privileges at this stage compared to where I was in the past. This rings true to other aspects of our lives as well. And you know, there are going to be moments where you get cheated on, you get scammed, you get fooled by people. People will make you believe that they had your best interests at heart, but it was actually their self interest that they prioritize. <clears throat> You could lose someone because the relationship didn't work out. You drifted apart. 
or you could have lose you could lose someone because they passed there are these are the things that most of the time are not or majority of the time are not something within our control they happen because of external factors because of other people because of natural things you may potentially be at fault for some of these things but regardless of that <clears throat> you and you alone are responsible for it because these things are inevitable majority of them are painful it hurts when they happen it makes you want to scream it makes you want to cry but they also make life exciting and <clears throat> they make us who we are because they make us stronger so cry if you must if you need to cry you cry you can blame other people if you must as well if they caused that particular problem in your life take a break if you must shut off everything and everyone if you must just to give yourself a bit of a break from everything but don't just stop there. Once you are done with your coping mechanism, once you're done with your grieving process, dust yourself off, have a moment of introspection, have a moment of silence, and plan how you're going to tackle this problem that have happened in your life. Like you did all those other previous problems and setbacks that you have smashed. You know what I realize is that blame and responsibility are not either or. If anything, they are kind of like a two-step process. It's good to figure out what or who caused something in your life so that you know how to take responsibility for it. But don't just get stuck in the blame zone, in the blame step. Because you can be, all that does is that it makes you a victim. Because if you stay in that zone, you do nothing about it. Because you, you, you're just going to be blaming yourself, blaming other people for the things that are happening in your life. And you get nothing done. Whereas if you take a step further from that blame process, you move on to taking responsibility from being a victim, you can be a victor and turn things around. Because alongside that responsibility comes control. And that's the good thing about it. Because you can actually have a say at what happens in your life. Yes, it isn't fair. But it also gives you control on what happens in your life. And the only question is... Are you going to stay a victim or are you going to do things, take responsibility and become a victor? That's it for me for today. If you like this episode and podcast, please subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review so that more people will find our little community here at Two Cents Over Coffee. And if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at Sherwin Laredo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and at Two Cents Over Coffee for the podcast's Instagram page. As always, before I let you go, 
make sure to spread the love and make someone smile today. See ya.